Dane. What's up, Nick? Hello. I am recording now. <laughs> Hello. Hey, guys, what's the call? Uh, can you so hear me? You know. Yeah, we're recording. You. Good. You guys have to. Uh, that uh, Skype gives you the reminder that I have to let you guys know that we're recording audio video. So to avoid Just single things, you know. This is pretty cool. We are officially yes. on to get your BF. <laughs> Look. How you guys doing? That's exciting. Pretty good, yeah. How's it feel to be uh, quarantined? So, it feels... But, uh, you know what? I'm keeping positive. <laughs> hmm? It feels challenging for me, but I make up the most <laughs> that I can to stay healthy physically and mentally. And how about I you think guys? You're keeping up okay, Nick. I'm you, sorry. Uh, you keep you're keeping up okay. You're you're inspiring me these last few days with your recommendations on movies, art, and everything that uh, you need to survive in these dark times. I thank you. You art. too. Brendan doesn't know to that. too much about what's gone on inside of. Uh, I have the no art. idea. Oh really? Uh, yeah, me, me neither, actually, especially with the whole celebrities <laughs> and quarantine, too. But recently, I've been uh, looking up, I believe you know Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot. Um, what is that? Uh, Gal Gadot is the, uh, the actress who plays Wonder Woman, and she's oh, been... Oh, yeah. <laughs> And she has been bringing all these celebrities to sing this song to get all those people who are quarantined in good spirit, like give them hope. But for some reason, her song has been met with negative reactions everywhere. What? It has. They say that she is, and I quote, out of touch with how people are feeling these days. Was her song that bad or... Uh well, it was cringeworthy from what it I hear. Oh, she can't sing. Uh, she she's I mean she's a it's not the how the way she sings it's just the message like a song is not going to do anything to keep people in high hopes especially now that they're in self isolation. Fair enough. And it's fair. not just Gal Gadot. She also brought in a couple of celebrities like Natalie Portman, Mark Ruffalo, Jamie Dornan. And uh, Patrick Dempsey. Yep. Wow. Who I didn't even know could sing. So, Dana, I just got to ask you, why aren't you singing and trying to get me involved? Yes, Dane. You want to do it over Skype these days? We can record an album. We can, we can record an album right Maybe now. not over Skype because the audio quality is pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. Like, I feel oh, like it just, would ruin my voice. Just send uh, each maybe... other the, the audio, like, send each other the instrumental and then just yeah. record separately. Yeah, we'll use the mics that we have, our $600 mics. <laughs> and then we'll send the audio file over Google yeah. Drive or something. It'll be crisper. It'll be on Ben Goodman's uh, his drive, his shared drive, with uh, 14 other members of the, uh, the program. Yeah. But yeah, Gal, Gal Gadot, uh, Ben's actually coincidentally a very big fan of Gal. Uh, he uh, really? commented once really? on one of my photos. I said, uh, waiting for... I, I, my caption was like waiting for something, and, and Ben commented waiting for Gal Gadot. So I think Ben's a he has a big crush on Gal Gadot. So I wish he was here to hear this conversation. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's this not the only one. Yeah. What's that? Um, speculation. He, speculation. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you should give give the song a listen to. If you want to, you don't have to. If you have to, because you know, the song is pretty mm, shocking, and not in the good way. No. Wow. I'm I'm really intrigued now. Yeah, I kind of just want to hear exactly. it just a roast. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So in we fact, have main... we have for right now. Sorry, I interrupted. Nick. Oh, it's okay. And in fact, this could be really bad news because this year is her Wonder Woman, the new Wonder Woman film, so she might lose her credibility. That is true. 1984. Mm -hmm. Dana's all about that. Yeah. Oh, well. Big fan. Big fan. 1984, 2019, Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if anyone doesn't know who we have on the show right now, this is Nick Manessis. 
Mm-hmm. He's host of Decade Play, a podcast on CRU.ca. And he's an upcoming filmmaker. He's an artist. Yeah. He, he does a lot of things. He's also a magazine company. NME. <laughs> he's a magazine my, company. That's my nickname <laughs> for him. I love it, actually. Love the nickname, by the way. <laughs> Spread the word. <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to do some background research on you, Nick, and I, I can't. I can't find anything. It's just. It's. It's nothing. I tried looking up your. Do you have Facebook? I do have Facebook and recently Instagram. I can't find anything. Is it your name or is it like Magazine Man or? Oh, just my my real <laughs> my real name. Oh, it's your real. Yeah, I can't find. Your name. Magazine Man. I'm getting a bunch You'll... of dicks. What? How do you flip the camera? You'll see a picture of me holding a puppy. Holding uh, a puppy. Uh, Nicholas, not Nick. That was before. Oh. Yeah. Nick, yeah, I had Nick. <laughs> good, uh, good screen sharing abilities right now. Good. <laughs> sure. Nicholas. So BF is uh, a little prepared as uh the last few weeks but he does he does the job when we're on air that's all that matters you know research yeah. the guest while you're talking to the guest. <laughs> yeah. i i can't find anything um maybe remove the h in the nicholas oh yeah that's it and you'll see me Holding a white puppy, wearing a hat, right next to downtown. How me? Uh, a white one. That was close to. Um, that was in the southeast, right, like Inglewood area, from uh, what is it, Scotsman's Hill, Scotchman Hill. I forget the name. That, uh, that your uh, photo on Facebook. I think it's uh, from close to this, close to the southeast, huh? right? Uh, yeah, that's your, be it. I yeah. The name. I cannot find you. Unless I'm blind. Uh, Unless how I'm... about, uh, the, the, you spell the name good, but try putting, uh, the, I have another last name, which is spelled like Kasahus. It's spelled like this C A S A J U S. I'm so glad that, uh, that uh, Brendan is just uh, scrolling through Facebook. <laughs> it's good. It makes for good content, you know. It's it's, it's thrilling. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, just trying to find. Especially from this man. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't think you. I don't good. think you exist. I think you're a ghost. I'm gonna <laughs> just flat out say it. I don't think you're real. <laughs> Coming from magazine you. man. Coming Straight from up. Brendan. Oh, really? yes, no Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. No? <laughs> what? I did not know this. BF yeah, doesn't even have awkward. like I don't know Gmail. Okay. You don't even have Gmail anymore. Yeah, I was like, that's too mainstream. I use uh, Hotmail now. It was mainstream, but now it's not anymore. So much. What do you guys think of? Um, what do you guys think of all the new music sense. coming out? During this quarantine time, uh, do you think it'll be uplifting? You know, like the weekend they just, he just dropped an album. Oh yeah, his new single. Yeah. Wait, this is his new album? No, no, it's not his the whole album. The whole album came, finally came out. Yeah. Oh wow, I haven't listened to it. John Swan news yesterday. Uh, neither have I. I've got to give it a listen to. <laughs> but but lately I've been with Dane's recommendation. I've been listening to The Cure. Oh. Good, good band. Yeah. As of uh, as of my recommendation, or I, I I've been trying to get Nick into the Cure since uh well I sent him a song yesterday that I wanted him to listen to. Do you like do you like what you've heard so far? I did. I believe it quite fits the the tone of the current circumstances. You know, very depressing <laughs> and stuff. But no, it's okay. Is it because of their song "Boys Don't Cry"? Like you just want to cry, but you can't because you're in quarantine. I mean, you could because no, you're in quarantine, no one would see you. But like the I music, know. really, even the titles, they just really resonate with me. They do, in a way. I know Nick's do, yeah. been listening to Johnny Cash recently quite a bit. Oh yeah, love love that guy. Yeah, best Johnny country. Cash. He's great. 
Yeah. What do you, what do you think of Johnny Cash? If he was alive right now in the quarantine, would he be uh, making music? Definitely, yeah, I think so. Like his his songs are usually have like this melancholy feel to it. So I think, yeah. considering the melancholy of the circumstances, I think that his new songs at this moment would be a huge success than before. It's actually interesting you bring up um, music and in the quarantine. Because you know what I've seen? I've seen a lot of artists actually live stream their music because their event or whatever got canceled. I haven't seen any, I don't know of any big names that have done this, but a guy that I was following, Mark Rebillier, who just does like improv, kind of like Fish, uh, like looping and stuff like that. Uh, he had a tour that was actually canceled, but then he just went on YouTube and he broadcasted the whole thing and he had like, and people donated to him and like he basically had a concert but it was like an online concert i free mm-hmm. for everyone but people still paid because you know it's entertainment so i thought that was really interesting and then i saw a news report of another i think it was local artist something i don't remember um and she was doing she was singing in, a, in an empty bar but it was like broadcasted on the internet and i was like interesting whoa and especially in yeah. italy you know how they're singing outside and they're trying to like uplift the spirits, you know, but they're still in quarantine. I thought that was really interesting how people are trying to use like music to connect to each other, even in times of isolation. You know, I guess it just speaks to the yeah. medium. Yeah. yeah, it does. It helps connect with people in a good way. But let's for now, let's not follow Gal Gadot's example, please. No. <laughs> no, not. And speaking of singer, it appears we have a singer in this chat right now. Looking at you, Dane. Did you hear his? Did you hear his uh, karaoke? Like during the the one you mentioned uh, that Brooks filmed. Brooks filmed you doing. Can I have? Did I? Did I ever show you that BF? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, of your karaoke. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I. I. I, That's the. That's the tape that got me onto Jackson Reed's uh, stage. You no. Brandon also Can't he uh, sorry he 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 passed a uh, audition to yeah passed an audition to be a, a backup singer yeah it was low key it was very low key yeah in the back room I had to do some things that I regret but I still landed that I still landed that audition and I feel really good about myself you know what did, I tried to repress this what what did you have to do I'd just rather not talk about it oh. <laughs> it was Jackson Reed <laughs> I'm just joking I love the Jr. Good, I'm good not. Man. I'm not a pretty. Well, I'd say I'm not pretty bad singer, but I'm not not a good one as well. But that hasn't stopped me from doing karaoke once in a while. So yeah. You've got to. You've just, you've just got to. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. I, I can't wait was. to uh, do karaoke with you all soon when we uh when we get out of this. Yeah. Sure. Is that how you got into singing? Was it karaoke or was it just a passion for you, Nick? Uh. I wouldn't say passion, like what what got me in the program, you mean? Oh, no, just like your love of music and singing. I just I just love music in general. That's all. Uh, I my I ha- I'm kind of a little picky with how I choose my my music. I like music that has like a special meaning, one that speaks to me. Right. One with a lot yeah. of heart. Yeah. If you're looking for music with a lot of heart, have you heard Dane's demo tapes? <laughs> which ones which ones are those Come on. uh, I'll send them a little bit the uh, group chat I have uh, a couple hundred uh, plays you know ooh couple hundred just, I'm gonna just, look this up right now but I'm not I'm not in it for the plays right I'm just you're in it for the fame but um he's basically a celebrity yeah. you know that Nick mm, he's basically really? a celebrity Dane McLean, I need to be you. I don't know what Brandon's talking about. <laughs> okay, maybe like a celebrity in the T-Wing. Like the mm-hmm. T-Wing cryptid. Yeah, maybe like T-119. Mm-hmm. Just like yeah. just like our radio room where we hang out. That's the only place. But I mean, it's a start, right? It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. And uh, me and uh, Nick, we've done two episodes together on uh, other podcasts. Did you know this, Brendan? I it's, actually didn't know this. And it's a very I successful podcast. That's cool. Yeah, don't see. I didn't even want to be a part of this, to be honest. Oh. And would you be honored to be part of my new upcoming podcast? Right now, the working title, I call it 
Cinema City. Cinema City. We'll, Ooh, I like that. It's, Alliteration. Like, like you like it. It's all about basically all about movies, basically. And I'm guessing it's gonna be two hours per episode because I don't think one hour will be enough to cover that much content, especially from us movie fans. Interesting. So with this podcast, are you looking at in-depth reviews or are you just like rapid fire, like good, bad, good, bad, everything? Like what's the what's the forte? Are you like really diving into like the actor's biography and where they came to or are you just like, hey, it was a uh, well, right now, the format is like one episode will be about movies of the 70s, the 80s, and, and so on, and how they've changed, well, the world, basically. And maybe in a future episode that we can introduce Dane's film, Robbing the Giving Man. Oh! Just to give more publicity. More publicity, and also Brandon will be releasing a short film. Uh, well, once we're out of quarantine, we both will be releasing short films also i hope so well i don't know about mine i still need to find a dop but i'm actually happy that our project got canceled because i have nothing i had nothing i just had a script i I didn't do any planning i didn't have a location i didn't have any timeline i wrote it all down but it was all fluff yeah so i'm low-key happy that coronavirus hit at the perfect time that and stats too stats got canceled but i think we got canceled completely no, no, no. I think we're still oh. doing tech, but like the all our assignments and everything uh, got canceled as well. So I'm just like, wow. Okay. So you're not the what? only one here. Yeah. Yeah. This feels nice. I'm excited. It does. <laughs> Me wow. too. You're so selfish, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for you, Dane, because like seven of your ten jobs got canceled, but then you found like twenty more. Nick, how did this impact you? <laughs> Well, I I was supposed to be working in somewhere during June, but apparently 30, 30 workers got laid off, including me. So I gotta look for a no. new job. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Can you file for unemployment? <laughs> well, um, I've been looking out for a job at Lois, but so far nothing. So I'm on my own. And have I told you about what my job was, by the way? No, I don't recall that. You were uh, working in events, right? Yeah, special event rentals. It's this this okay. warehouse, my first job, summer job actually. It's basically carrying all heavy things, and that's how I got so strong. Nice. Can you flex on camera for a second? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Be careful, man. My phone can only handle so much flex. <laughs> sure thing. It's too bad yeah. this is only a podcast, because the folks yeah. at home... They missed out on that, but yeah, at least we saw it. Because otherwise, Dane would be there touching. He'd be like squeezing your muscles, Ooh, but oh, you can't do uh, it first. So uh, no. <laughs> yeah, and I also another difficulty is that I regularly go to the gym. So basically, I've been trying to create my own workout now that in self quarantine. Yeah, nice. Do you have like and, barbells and stuff like that, or do you just use a, a yoga mat? Uh, just a few dumbbells and a bike. Okay. Yeah. That's all I mean, really. But yeah. no gym can compete with Dane's. Did you see Dane's basement? He has like a huge gym. Like, wow. Dane, Dane has a huge gym. What? <laughs> basement. I don't, yeah. Nick saw it, but I don't think you've seen it yet. Uh, I've got a. We've got a home gym in my house, so I've been using it quite a bit. In your uh, basement. Yeah. 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 Haven't I been in your basement? I don't think you have, honestly. You were just in the, uh, the backyard. Oh, yeah. No, I've only ever been in, like, your living room, kitchen, backyard. I haven't been oh. to your house at all, BF. You, you probably have, like, a home gym in the, uh, on the roof or something. Actually, I have my own little gym in my room right now. I oh, have a cool. yoga mat, dumbbells, barbell, uh, and I have... Uh, an elliptical. Oh, wow. So it's not bad. Awesome. It's a start, you know, it's a start. I don't really use them that often, but I probably should get back on that. Mm, but sure. yeah, just being lazy. Yeah. Just super okay. lazy. And I have no it's excuse okay. for it because now I'm in quarantine, you know? <laughs> My so brother would definitely love you. Like we should all follow the next, I guess, Dane. Dane, are you been keeping up or you still? Not as much as I should, but you know, 
half an hour, an hour here and there every few days, you know. <laughs> I don't know if that's good but, enough. Yeah. I need you you know, I need Brennan as my motivational uh what what is it uh fitness trainer? trainer personal just, trainer? Yeah. Just, I'll yeah, just call you really, every single day and I'll scream at you. Yeah. <laughs> if that's that what it your, takes. That could be your internship this summer. If I'm getting paid for it, I would love that. You know, you just have to log my hours, send it to Conan, see if he buys, and we'll, we'll be good. You know, I'm excited. That'd be pretty good, actually. That'd be it'd be fun for me too. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, I interrupted. Uh, this is this is hard okay. because it's like it's like a slight delay. So we don't uh, see okay. each other when we're about to talk. It's okay. Like, and uh, speaking of the whole exercising thing, I. <laughs> mentioned this in my new story which i finished yesterday oh and i and i've mentioned our group chat wow in our new story wow. nick had how... to do a new story from home for karen yeah. actually it's impressive i yeah. did no joke how do you do that unless you already have a story because you can't really go out unless you talk via email but is that as i don't know how do you do that can you I use my that? i use my phone to film all my footage. I don't have a video camera here. And my footage, I forgot to bring it home before the whole ca- class got canceled and all that. Ooh. So, yeah. It's yeah, all done. A new story in your house also, right? Uh, uh, Karen told me I could do a story about myself, basically. And I did. It's more easier. Oh, that's how you do it. Okay, yeah. I was like, I... how do you film? Like, how do you go out and find a story when you're in quarantine? <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Like, basically, how she told, she recommended, like, how do you cope with your quarantine? I wanted to do one of my brother, but the thing is, he spends most of his time cooped up in his room playing video games, so not much variety for a story there. So, yeah. He's already in quarantine 24 7. Mm, 24 8. Yeah. 24 8. What? That's impressive. That's new. What do you guys think of um, the lack of new movies that will be coming out over the next six to eight months? Kind of sad about the Bond. Yeah, uh, and A Quiet Place I, too. Yeah, I saw just before all the movie theaters got canceled, I just saw Onward. And then I feel kind of ripped off, to be honest, because it was a good movie, don't get me wrong. But then they immediately like shut down all the theaters. They took it out, and now it's being released really soon on digital. And then Disney Plus, and I'm low-key pissed. I feel like I just wasted I saw it in, like, the laser IMAX stuff, and I was like, spent a good amount of money. <laughs> For nothing, I guess. I mean, I guess it's the experience, but I don't know. Like, I'd rather save the 30 bucks and just watch it on my monitor, to be honest. It was a good movie, though. I recommend it. If you like Pixar. Yeah. Pixar is good. Yeah, Pixar's pretty good. It is, yeah. Speaking uh, yeah. of, uh, my bad, my bad. Uh, no, you go first, actually. It's your turn to speak. Speaking of uh, animations and art, uh, Nick Nick has drawn some. He has a huge portfolio of incredible uh, art from no comic book movies. And, uh, Correct. Really? I've got a sketchbook oh. right here. And oh, if you, you look, cl- if you look closely, I put the cover with different quotes from different movies. That's really cool. See? Wow. Wow. That's sweet. This is probably my oh, best drawing. Oh, Oof. damn. That's so <laughs> That's cool. So Thank you. That I love drawing comic art, by the way. So the photo that. that's a Joker. That is so dope. Harley Quinn. Oh, my gosh. I don't, I'm Captain not sure that Boomerang. is. Captain Boomerang. Oh, Captain yeah. Boomerang. Yep. I've okay. learned that drawing comics with pens is more better than drawing with pencil, actually. Interesting. Mm. Pens are... If, what, what makes pens better, do you think? Well, I think that it makes the drawing more faster. Like, with a pencil, it's more slower. Like, all the shading, and coloring, and blending. So, yeah, I like pens more than pencils. But hmm. my... And actually, I changed my mind. The Joker drawing I showed you was my second favorite drawing. This is my... Actually, my best. Warning, this might look a bit creepy for you, but 
<laughs> Don't let that. Don't worry, we've already seen Dave Oh, the nun. Whoa. I like it. And this one was actually drawn with charcoal. That's See? so good. Wow. Yeah, I love drawing horror stuff, by the way. I love horror. My favorite genre of film. Did you yeah. like the nun? Mm, no. It's pretty <laughs> you didn't cheap, like it? Very predictable. But it has good, good characters, though. Good it character. Does. It does, yeah. I have a problem with horror because I feel like everyone just shits on all these movies. They're like, oh, yeah, it chapter two wasn't even scary. Oh, yeah, the conjuring wasn't even that bad. Oh, yeah, insidious. I was I wasn't even phased. They're like, oh, yeah, the nun, whatever. And then I'm like, I watch these movies in theater and I'm like shitting my pants while other people are literally <laughs> laughing. Like I've sat in theaters where like the guy next to me is like, oh, my gosh, he's like and he's like face palming. And I'm just like. <laughs> like I'm like so on edge and then my watch is telling me to breathe because I'm not and it just scares the shit out of me so I don't know I don't know how people do it I'm, I mean I enjoy horror movies but like mm-hmm. I enjoy because the fact that they scare me even yeah. if they're crappy you know like some people uh, they poo on the Blair Witch mm-hmm. Project they say like that was like that wasn't even a horror that was more like a thriller but, like, I remember the first time I watched it, even watching it now, I haven't watched it in a year or so, but, like, even recently watching it, I've just been, like, this is legitimately scary. Like, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. But other people are, like, you didn't even see anything. And I was, like, that's the whole point. That's why it's so scary. But I don't know. Exactly. I feel like there's this disconnect between me and everyone else when it comes to horror movies. Because, like, no matter, like, how bad, unless it's, like, super, super, like, campy, like, The Evil Dead. Even The Evil Dead, I found, was a little bit scary. But I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, like too over the top, wouldn't you say? Like very cheap. Something you'd see from a student film sometimes. Yeah, like, like when I watch Tug in the Dark, I know it's going to happen, but I still get like jump scared at the end. Uh, Dane can attest to this. That was our student film, actually. Whoa. I was really? the main actor. Yeah. Nice. And it was, uh, still gets to me sometimes. You know, I guess it being the horror genre and everything. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's a good film. It's good. Film. Um, it's definitely if, a stepping stone. If anyone hasn't seen this, just go to Brandon Flaskey uh, YouTube channel. And you'll see Overwatch trailer. Um, you'll see uh, Assignment Five with Irv <laughs> and uh, Conviction of Draft. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I like how James memorized my whole YouTube channel. Nice job, Dave. <laughs> I appreciate that. He's my number one fan, you know? It's, it's actually, I actually just went on your YouTube channel. I actually went on your YouTube channel, Dane, and I I commented, you know, on a lot of things, and you still haven't responded. It was quite a while ago. I just checked up on it. Still haven't seen any response. I'm just wondering what's up with that. I'm going to call you out. Ooh. I'm gonna check right now. Actually, <laughs> I don't think you, I don't think I saw anything. Nick, do you post anything on YouTube? Do you post like your assignments, any short films, any projects you've been doing? Like, do you have a venue? Like, if you do karaoke, maybe upload a file or your friends, or maybe to SoundCloud or something. Do you do uh, that? Um, not not re- not really. I have, but I have. Back in high school, I made these films, mm-hmm. so. I uploaded them somewhere in my drive. I can show them to you later. Uh, okay. The, and by the way, they're in they're in Spanish. So because the my class was all in Spanish. So yeah. Oh. Hmm. I have to. I'm yeah, sure Dave will translate it for me. I've gotta make my own YouTube channel, by the way. In uh, are you oh. and what year are you in, Brendan? Uh, like third year, fourth year? I'm in fourth. Uh, in third, third year, third. like do we is that where we start doing the the film in third year or documentary? Um, kind of, sort of. Uh, you have a couple of projects. I think third year is mostly news oriented and like talk show esque. That was at least my experience. Um, and then fourth year is really when you get into everything film. No, no news, no anything. It's just all film, cinema, TV, awesome. movies. Yeah. Which I was like, I kind of, I didn't really want it to be. I mean, yeah, you dabble in it like first year, second year, not really third year. But I wanted there to be more of a focus on like media besides news in like the whole program, which was kind of disappointing. But, you know, 
It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It was. It was more practical than anything. Overly. Overly. Yeah. Well, uh, next year I'm planning to take a minor. I'm still staying in broadcasting, by the way, but I'm taking up a minor in film studies for a third nice. year. Nice. Yeah. Good plan. Yeah. I'm actually taking a film gen ed, so maybe I'll see you there. I'm taking a eco cinema, eco terrorism, eco terrorism <laughs> in cinema or something like that. Something really weird. Really? Like I took, I also just took in my last semester, I took uh, anti capitalist horror, Whoa. which was super, super interesting. The papers I had to write for that, it was like I had no idea what I was talking about. Like neoliberalism and yeah, just. And our professor, huh? uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's his name, Dane? The guy who has a real controversial. He he was almost fired from MRU. Oh, I don't know. I don't know his name. You told me this. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, he's like so anti-capitalist. It's hilarious. And he just like goes on and on and on and on about like he's like yeah, this is how they mess me over and ball on and, and he like literally bashes the school in his uh in his uh lectures and stuff like that which is pretty interesting you know just food for thought is that is that similar to your uh your final project where you wanted to make a story about one angry man or something? what was that which one an, an angry man or something oh yeah um uh... It's yeah, I don't really know if that's like against the system more so maybe I mean, in a way, I guess, yeah, if you're angry, then you're fighting whatever you're angry at, which is a part of the system, maybe not the whole system at large, but definitely a faction of it. It's basically Dane being really angry, like, you know how like the incredible Hulk, like, you won't like me when I'm angry. It's like that, <laughs> but it's Dane and he just flips his lid. That's something I definitely gotta see. I know, right? Because Dane's like very <laughs> calm, collected. Like even when he laughs, he's just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> so like, if, if I can get him, what? When are you gonna make this film? Uh, I don't know. You're you're pretty busy with your twenty jobs, and you're the only person I can cast. So I thought yeah, you were gonna I, cast Ben at one point. Yeah, I was thinking maybe I can use him as a stunt double. So like, oh. I, so like you're so angry and then you do like something crazy, but we can't hurt like the main actor. So we throw in Ben as a stunt double uh, and then he does the action. I don't know. Let's just talk at this point. But if Nick, if you're interested, you can oh, help. Yeah. You could, you know, you could be love a, to. A visual effects supervisor. Love to. Whatever film you guys are working on, I'd be glad to help. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I think it's, I think it'll be a treat for everyone to see James just flip his lid. <laughs> yeah. Like so mad, yeah. you know. Yeah, you know that's actually something you and me have. Actually, uh, you you were talking first. You go first. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say that's your fifth year project. <laughs> uh, no. Not really. Year. I mean, yes. I don't know. Maybe I'll do it over the summer. Depending on how long this quarantine goes. Two months, I'm guessing. Yeah, a couple couple months. Yeah, it should be because the hot weather will be arriving and that should probably kill the virus. So we should be lucky. Yeah. Until then. Yeah. And uh, are we we still doing the game day? The one I, I recommended that who has the best beard? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brendan, in case you didn't hear, uh, I suggested this game, this game where um, after quarantine, whoever has the the best grows the best beard. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying. And and Dane has to decide who gets the be- who has the best beard after quarantine. And Dane cannot count because we already know he will win that contest in the That's a good point. Yeah. So. Will the losers I'm gonna have to, have to shave theirs, like in humiliation? Like it's like defeat, so you can't have a beard if you don't have the best one. Yeah, I haven't thought about that, but now that you brought it up, I why not? Right? Yeah. I think Nick's on the right track. Like he's 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 thinking ahead, how to make this whole thing interesting. Yeah, I really appreciate I like it. it. 
Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm doing right now. I was like, I'm not going to shave. I don't know if you can see, but like, I'm definitely like, you will never, (laughs) ever see me like this in public ever. (laughs) This is like a week of growth right here. How long has it been since you didn't? I think it's been a week, maybe even longer. My hair goes pretty short. Like I know some people that just like, they have a mustache within like two days. So Uh, the fact that it's taking me a week and it's barely noticeable, I don't know. Maybe it'll take a month. You know, going not everyone to, can be Dane, so. You're going to keep it going for a few months? A few months? Oh, gosh. I don't know if I can do that. Uh, depending on how long. I mean, like, if I'm just going out for, like, grocery shopping and just errands, I'll keep it. But if I have to do anything, like, maybe I'll have to share it, shave it for my project coming up. Because you have to do that. Uh, you have to do that portfolio piece where you have to pitch your project. Right, right. Yeah. So, so you're yeah. saying you won't partake in this game that uh, we really want you to be in. And it's it's quite hurtful that you uh, won't join us. I will try my hardest. Like, I've already gotten a head start, you know. I will. I don't know how long this is going to go, but until then, I will, I will keep up. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I usually shave, like, uh, twice a week before, but I just keep it because, you know, every man should have a beard at one point in their lives. Yeah. What if you can't grow a beard? Hmm? What if you can't grow one? Then does that it would count? be that would be regrettable. <laughs> That's me right now. I cannot grow sideburns. Like I can't. Like I can definitely do maybe a little bit here, but I can't do anything on the side of my face for the yeah. life. This is the time where you experiment and you see if it works or not. Because you know no one's going True. to really see you. So you might as well. You might as well try. Yeah. Yeah, I I just want to keep the, like the beard from from this part, you know, like grow a uh, what do you call it a door door knocker style beard actually. A door knocker. <laughs> what is that? Oh, uh, because it's shaped like a because it's shaped yeah. like a. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Is that like I've never uh, heard of that? Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio's beard in uh oh Wolf of Wall Street. Django or something. Or, the very same. Yeah. 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 And Inception. Yeah. The Revenant. Yeah. The Revenant. Yeah. That was that was a pretty grizzly beard. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, I actually well, haven't even seen the Revenant. I've just seen the part where the bear eps in. So it's basically the whole Revenant, right? No, uh, no, it's more of a revenge tale, basically. But if you didn't watch it, you're missing out. That film, it's you are. beautiful, like beautifully shot. Uh, uh, here comes my brother. He's giving me my food. <laughs> Uh, you, you mind if I? No worries. You mind if I? Sorry. Uh, by the way, here's the food. It's uh, fried rice with some two sausages here. Wow. Nice. Oh. The oh. first. We've never had anyone eat on our episode. This is the first time. Because you're not oh. allowed to bring food into the to the tea room, especially to the podcast. Yeah. Very. So. Uh, it's very hard to do that. I mean, I I did it, but my food got taken away from me. So in the radio room too. Yeah, it was very ballsy, very ballsy move, and it did not pay off whatsoever. Did Ben come in? Uh, ben, ben checks everyone's uh, bags before we go and make sure they have food. But, uh, yeah, new protocol. Instead of a metal detector, it's a food detector. He actually has a dog on him. The dog is barking. It's actually Nick's dog. <laughs> and he just yep. like gives you a quick pat down, you know, make sure you don't have any sausages. Yeah. Fried rice. My dog my dog is really crazy because she whenever we leave the house she goes she goes full berserk or when we take out the garbage basically. Yeah. She is not I repeat, not house trained. <laughs> I remember I you it. telling me about your dog. Uh huh. Yeah. And, uh, it jumps quite high, doesn't it? It does. Yes. Really? <laughs> I think yeah. you could jump higher than Brendan. I think I, I, I'm safe to bet on this. I don't know, man. I did track <laughs> back in high school. I feel like I can jump pretty high. That's gonna be the new test uh, quarantine game. We measure how high Nick's dog can jump, and then how high Brennan can jump. <laughs> we That's compare, better. Compare the measurements. I mean, if anyone wants to win, like, you can place bets and just, like, bet on this guy, you know. Because that's, that's, yeah. that's instant cash, if you're looking the to make a little bit sports, of money. The new sports of 2020. Just Jumping bad. competitions. Um, what else can you do? 
virtually. Uh, I mean, you can you can just do betting all the time. I mean, that's what Matthew Merriman does, right? And uh, speaking bet on though. Speaking of sports, I've for the past few days I've had an idea. You see, Mount mm-hmm. Royal University it doesn't have wrestling, so I was thinking of maybe opening up a petition where we all sign up for Mount Royal to have wrestling as its new sport. Okay. What okay. say you? What say you, Brendan? <laughs> wrestling as a sport? Uh, I don't think I... It looks like Brendan's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> you, you froze for a bit there. Oh, I did? Oh, yeah. 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 So you were saying... <laughs> Uh, I've never personally wrestled, but I have, I have, I've known people who have, and it was, I don't know, they told me a lot of gross stories, a lot of really gross, I'll, I'll tell you guys this one, this one made me puke, but essentially this guy, he was uh, wrestling this other guy, and they were just like, you know how you just wear like those really tight bodysuits, super uh-huh. revealing, anyways, he had the guy in a, like a chokehold, it wasn't a chokehold, but he was like, he had the guy, and this guy had like a giant pimple on the back of his neck, and he accidentally like pressed against it a little too hard, and it blew up in his face. Ooh. <laughs> and he nice. just the mask. He was just like so grossed out. Oh god! And just like the amount of times he's like he's had his like legs, his head in between someone's like sweaty thighs, and then like they don't smell like they showered for like oh, two weeks. And then he's like, I'm pretty sure that they do it on purpose. I'm just like, eh, maybe I won't take up wrestling. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's pretty gross. You, you do know Nick's eating right now, Brennan. Uh, you could save the for another time. It's okay. Keep talking. I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't That's worry. Tough. It's okay. I, yeah. I've watched I've watched so I... many gory movies. Like I've watched uh, all the Saw movies while eating lasagna. <laughs> Still cold, by the way. That's that's incredible. Give this, man a, give this man a yeah. award. I just yeah. noticed, Brennan, uh, your name uh, on Skype is Vulat Ross. Uh, what does this mean? Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, it's a synonym like for Brennan Flosky. It means the same thing. It's just not my actual name. So mm-hmm. people can't, you know, find me. Makes it all mysterious. Yeah, I like to play it safe. I never really give out my full name. I guess the closest I've ever gotten is on Messenger, where my name is Brendan Atten. You know, Brendan's a pretty common name, so I felt like I could get away with that. But, you know, they may see that, and they may see my profile picture and put two and two together. So I'm kind of taking a chance there, but I think for the most part, I'm pretty undetectable. Smart choice. Smart choice. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, thanks. I'm really working on it, you know. Maybe one day I'll uh, come out of hiding, you know, come out of quarantine, and then I'll just post my public profile and everything and set up all my social media accounts. But until then, I'm just going to stay back, you know, and live vicariously through Dane and everyone else who has social media accounts. Stay informed through them, you know. Good choice. Good choice. Is that why you no longer have um, Instagram anymore? Uh, no, Instagram was just annoying. Everyone was just like so so annoying. I don't know. I can't stand really? Instagram. Yeah, everyone was just like everyone's story was just look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay. Like it wasn't anything interesting either. Like if it was like, oh dang, look what he's doing, like, oh, like the music is actually good or like they actually went to someplace interesting. Like I would be like, okay, this is pretty cool. But it was literally just like, oh yeah, just self-promote, self-promote, self-promote. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And everyone's doing the same thing. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Unless you have like something to show, unless you have like an actual product that you're working on that is actually like of good quality. I, Mm -hmm. I don't really want to see it in my face anyways. (laughs) Yeah. I have a YouTube channel, though. What? You still have a YouTube channel, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really... Uh, I, I had to link that because uh, I could only use my Mount Royal account because I think that was one of the requirements, and then it just takes your name off Mount Royal because that's official, and then my name was posted on YouTube, and I was like, why do I even try? You know, it was unfortunate. But... <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, interesting. Unfortunately, I think I have to go pretty soon. Um, something came up, so I'll have to drop out right about now. <laughs> I will catch you guys later. Maybe we can Photoshop me back in in the long edits. But yeah, I think I have to bow out. Sorry, guys. Good thing. Your thing. Nice Bye. to meet you, Brendan. Bye. 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 Nice. We still have 15 minutes to go. Uh, that was a True. very weird exit from, uh, from Brendan. Uh, yeah, it was very abrupt. Yeah. <laughs> but we still have 15 minutes, you and I, Nick. So um, we, we need to talk about some interesting stuff going on because there's so much going on. Well, there's not a lot going on, but you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot, a lot of stuff going on in a different way. Um, yeah. With it, the absence of actual things going on. Um, what's the most interesting thing you've seen from this uh, this isolation period the last week or so? Well, for one thing, I'm so far has been uh, Tom Hanks. Basically, I've been following him. Very sad to see that he has tested positive for the you know for the virus. Yeah. Because Tom Hanks is one of my yeah. all-time favorites, yeah, and he seems like a really nice man, actually, off camera. Absolutely, he he uh, got it in Australia, I believe, and he was in the hospital. I think he might have just recently come out of the hospital. I think I was mm -hmm. reading. Yeah. I oh, think, oh, really? That's good news. Like he's, he's and his wife as well. Yeah. Uh, so things are looking up for Tom Hanks and uh, quite a few other celebrities have it, which is, I find to be quite surprising. Just like, I don't know anyone in my personal life that has it, but then you see all these celebrities that have it and it's very shocking to be, you know, it kind of makes you feel like you do know someone if you look up to someone that has it. Um, yeah, just looking at recent headlines, uh, Rita Wilson, his wife, Tom Hanks, they've been released from hospital in australia so hopefully hopefully they're on the path to recovery and everyone else out there that has the virus is uh you know i think like 97 percent people will recover but uh you, you just still hope everyone that everyone that can recover or you 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 wish everyone could recover that's the thing right mm -hmm. so it's, it's very very sad that has which is the the worst part of the this whole situation yeah Let's hope they're good. Yeah. What do you think will happen um, as far as like 2020 when we look back on it historically for film, music, etc.? Do you think this will be a, a year that we kind of write off as uh, not as important as the rest of the years? Or do you think that there will be enough releases that will make this year stay on the same standard as pre previous years what, what do you think will happen i'm guessing the second option that there won't be as much releases as there were last year because yeah and yeah. also i'm guessing and this also has me thinking that with all these films being moved so late there's not gonna be enough competition for when the oscars come around <laughs> right yeah let's say yeah I, I, i'm really curious to see what ends up happening like with next oscars if it if the show is a go-ahead which mm -hmm. i imagine it will be but like will they i don't know what what films will be included if no new films really come out this year uh, i'm sure a few might that have already been like finished but i don't think very many will like maybe yeah. just a handful yeah. I, I have no idea what to expect. Maybe and, they'll just kind of cancel the event, possibly, and I don't know. It's hard to tell. I know. And the way I see it, the because the 2010s was a huge ending for many big franchises, from Star Wars, Marvel. So I think that 2010s was the end, and for me, 2020 is like the an epilogue of sorts. Wouldn't you agree? <clears throat> like basically the start of a new yeah. a new era in film, basically. Yeah, and it's now slow start. We haven't really seen anything, or might not see anything for another year and a half or so. That truly comes from this decade, yeah. So yeah. hopefully things start start, you know, improving, yeah. and that they can actually film 
these projects. So. Otherwise, it'll, it'll be a weird first or two, first or second year of the decade that people yes. will kind of be like, what really happened in that time? Maybe like a long time, like many years from now, people will be very curious to, to know why they don't see a lot of 2020 releases. Or, no. You know, yeah. our children or grandchildren might wonder. So it's, it's kind of it's crazy. It's crazy. I know. No I cinema know for me. That's like torture for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've been diving deep into a lot of old movies. Um, what 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 movies that you watched during this isolation period have stood out to you the most? Well, for one, it would be Parasite, which I watched two days ago. Like it really speaks on it's a social commentary on one of our on you know the race and class discrimination from the rich versus mm-hmm. poor and how the poor will always suffer basically that's yeah. the message yeah, yeah i saw that of. probably just three weeks ago so i also saw that quite recently so i would love to talk to you a little bit about parasite in particular i i felt like that movie exactly what you said it's it's the class system um the, the critique of that system and I found it to be super just timeless. Like as soon as I started watching it, I felt like this is an instant classic. Um, I don't feel like that for a lot of movies. I, uh, some I do, for sure. But it's a rarity that you you start watching a movie and you feel like you've almost seen it before, but at the same time you have no idea what to expect. That's how I, I felt. Like yeah, I feel the same yeah. feeling as well too. And the last week on our last episode, uh, you mentioned that Parasite was sort of uh, basically a horror movie, and yet, but yeah. yet I, I didn't see many elements of horror in them. It felt more like a, a comedy, a black comedy. Really? Like oh. uh, to me, to me, there was a lot of comedy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I guess maybe just the whole... near the end was yeah. some element. It did, yeah. It's all a matter of perspective, I'd say, basically, what the genre yeah. is. Yeah. I, I found and, probably some of the, um, definitely the the middle part where they, I don't want to spoil too much, but we'll just put a spoiler alert. If you, if you haven't seen Parasite yet, don't listen to this next part because we will be talking about key elements of the story. Um, when when the, the family finds the underground uh the underground basement underneath the house um, that they've been working in. I found that to be kind of, it was very like scary. Like it was like, it was mysterious as to like what was down there and uh, the elements uh, near the end when the the man who has been living in the, in the underground bunker for some time, when he starts to kind of like uh, creep up the stairs and uh, Mm, the child in the house, is kind of uh, noticing this man who's who's coming up from the tunnel. I think that was kind of like it was scary, but yeah, it's not like horror. It's more it's more of a thriller or uh, comedy thriller, something along those lines. I agree with that one. Yeah, like and another strength I love from the film was the whole like the gray and gray morality, like. There are no good guys or bad guys. Like the the rich and the poor, they they show that they're just as bad as the other. Like mm-hmm. it's really good. Like there's some middle ground there. It's yeah. complex, really. Yeah. Well, what what did away from it? Like what what did you who did you think was in the wrong, and who do you think um, less so, like more innocent, or was there any innocent person? I believe that the one that was more in the wrong would have to be the the poor family, the Kim family, actually, because the the like the guy on the basement, the rich family didn't like capture him. He just found his way there, and the poor family they basically lied and cheated to get him to that position, and they even and spoiler again spoilers as well they poisoned the housekeeper just to get her job, and made her think that she had TB. Like, who is the villain here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I have to agree, like, it was... I was disturbed by the behavior of, uh, you know, trying to, you know, harm other people in order to gain 
uh, an upper hand. I thought that was it's obviously shameful. Like it's something that you don't, you can't respect, and you can't. At the same time, though, the they're likable characters, so you end up still kind of empathizing for them yes. because you see the squalor they live in and the difficulty of their life. So I guess in a way you're still rooting for them, but you're kind of at the same time disgusted by the the extent that they 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 take to change their life. That's right. I agree. I think would you say that this was the director's purpose that the rich and the poor family were not meant to be sympathetic, basically, like that like he doesn't ex he doesn't expect you to root this person or the other. It's all based on your interpretation. I, I feel like it definitely is. Um, it's up to interpretation, and uh, but at the same time, I think you you kind of I think generally everyone would probably agree with that, but there would be still everyone. I think most people would also have the other opinion that yeah, that's it's it's also a problem in society when you have this great divide between rich and poor and living in close proximity to each other, what, what will end up happening, right? You have, um, you have maybe rich people that are out of touch with the problems of the everyday person and the, the lower class people that, uh, see opportunity. And, um, it's kind of sad, like, um, the whole element of the... I forget the rich family's name. I can't remember. Uh, Parker. The Parker family. Right. It said, like, when they were talking about... Uh, I think the, the woman... The, I'm forgetting all the characters' names, but the, the woman of the house. Um, she was kind of very nice, open, friendly, and, and too trusting, right? She, she put herself out there to be um, kind of... Unfortunately, they took they took advantage of her uh, na naivete. Mm -hmm. I was very disturbed by that because it's, it's, you obviously never like to see someone that uh, has best intentions get screwed over that way. So true. Yeah. But at, at the same time, um, yeah, it's a very philosophical movie. Like what, what is oh, yeah. wrong? Like, is it society that's wrong to have this, this stark, difference in how people live their lives and everyone's supposed to be just okay with the fact that you know there's people living up just up the hill that have much more than the people at the bottom um very symbolic right like it is yeah. what do we really want in society so true you yeah. didn't have the, have the personality of a true film scholar <laughs> i could say the same thing for you <laughs> enemy we need to uh we need to make some movies together and uh, oh yeah now you're talking i think we'll make some magic together both of our brains combined with all of our tastes and influences and perspectives on life i think that's going to be the next year for us yeah definitely and i look forward to meeting you again as well. I look forward to you too, man. yeah once we get out of quarantine we have to we have to hang out Oh yeah. But for now, so right. BMBF is a good platform, and we'll be all obviously be talking right after awesome. this episode. Course. Group chat, and but so, I'm I'm sorry that you couldn't come on BMBF in a more normal way in person. Uh, but this a, is a good. It's okay. It's okay. Understandable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a good start, though. We'll we'll have you on the show again, and talk more about your life, your influences, your journey. That was a little taste of Nick Manessis, decade play host, artist, filmmaker, and creator. In the flesh. I would also say film critic also is a very good title. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I share I get that after my I believe I told you of my my grand uncle, who is a film critic in Argentina. I'd say See? I take after him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh wow. I had no idea. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. I need to. I, I would love to read some of his reviews and critical analysis. Of course. Well, Does he have some online? Mm, 
I wouldn't think so because of the government at the time. So yeah, mm. Mm. that's gonna be a bit tricky. But yeah, wow. Before, yeah, it's pretty good. It runs in the family. That's all I can mm. say. Well, two people in the family. My my family isn't that big on the film. Well, my my dad is, but my dad loves movies, by the way. Uh, but my mom is she's a bit picky with her taste in films, but that's okay. We all have our own tastes, don't we? Exactly. That's what makes it interesting. You know, everyone likes something different than the next person, and there's some overlap, but there's never a hundred percent overlap. So it all comes down to personal opinion, and that's that's what makes art interesting. It does. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. Well, we've hit the hour mark, Nick. We have a full show ready to go on to cmru.ca, our first quarantine episode for DMUBF with Nick Manessis. It was a pleasure having you on. And it was an honor to be on your show, DM. Thank you so much, Shannon. Me. For anyone tuning in, we'll be back on next weekend. Or sorry, not next weekend. Next week, Fridays. But we will be releasing this likely this weekend because um we're not live obviously you know we're, we're recording this and releasing it as a podcast so tune in next weekend we'll be releasing this episode in a few days obviously uh, when you hear it it'll already be out <laughs> of course that's how podcasts work <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why i'm explaining it when it's obviously and I'm, I'm not even doing a good job explaining it but i'm just talking at this point <laughs> that's okay <laughs> awesome well thank you so much my friend no problem we will be talking through the rest of the day enemy and i inspiring each other and lifting each other through these hard times that's what friends are for oh yeah we've been doing a lot of that recently definitely and you and also a special mention to our group chat uh rtgm sorry rtgm for providing us with with strength and hope in the dark days to come yeah we, we started by chance by coincidence because we we thought we would be filming my short film tomorrow we would have been out tomorrow and uh obviously fell through due to the outbreak of the pandemic but now we have a great group chat and surprisingly of 20 people in that group chat no one has no one has left yet everyone's still in that chat and everyone's still keeping up and it's it's inspiring to me that uh you know, even though we're not actually going through with the project, everyone's still hanging out and enjoying their co each other's company, and it's it's quite it's quite uplifting for me too. Like a family. Exactly. It's uh, it's been it's been very I'm I'm very fortunate that I made this chat only like a week and a half, two weeks ago, or less, and uh, the circumstances made this ex an excellent thing. What's on your playlist tonight for movies? Tonight I'll be watching There Will Be Blood. Oh, PTA. Uh -huh. It's one of my favorites from 2000s by far. Uh, that and uh, No Country for Old Men, just two oh, yeah. incredible films from the same Definitely. era. Definitely. You're going yeah. to love it, my friend. Tell me what you think about it. Will do. Wonderful. I think I'll be watching maybe... Ooh... I don't know yet. I'm trying to I'm trying to watch more foreign films, international films, to create a list. Uh, so I'm going to watch maybe Roma or um, Holy Motors. Those are two on my on my dock right now, waiting to be watched. So awesome. we will see. Yeah, yeah. Like like you, I also need to start watching more foreign films. I don't uh, watch much of them. So far, the only ones I do remember are just two, which is uh, Pan's Labyrinth, my favorite, by the way, and oh, Parasite. Baby. Yes, and both are incredible. And there's so many good, so many good filmmakers around the world that deserve to be watched. So I'm, I'm wanting to dig deep into all of the best international filmmakers and make a list top ten of the decade next. And uh, all of these lists I've been created, creating have been influenced by our show that we did together a few months ago, the best of the decade movie list. And uh, I haven't looked back since then. You've, uh, you've given me a lot of, a lot of inspiration for these, these times. And so have you. 
and then creating lists as well. Absolutely. I've already up. I've uploaded already three of them already. <laughs> yeah. You've got horror and a few other lists, right? Right. Uh, video games and uh, the TV shows, which was uploaded last night. Mm-hmm. Go check them out. Nicholas Meneses Casajos? Correct. Name? Correct, Kasaf- yeah. F- finally, someone who pronounced it right. <laughs> <laughs> is it... Is it- you Kasahus, I said fine. Uh, yeah. Kasahus. Wow. Like Casa, as in house, and Hus, like juice. Kasahus. Correct. Great news. Can't wait to see this name in the credits of many great movies in the future. Neither can I. Well, have a great rest of your afternoon, enemy. I will see you in the group chat for DMUBF. This was DM. My very special guest. Nick Meneses. Thank you, everyone. And thank you, DM. We'll see you next week. Bye, Nick. Bye, Dane. See ya. I will see you soon, my friend. Me too. Likewise. Already on it. <laughs> shout out to rtgm and uh all of our members in that chat thank you to all our fans lithium UBF has fans in uh, california bc uh we just recently got some fans in australia the U- ukraine so oh. nick you're going to be listened to in a few new countries hopefully i don't know where have you do you have you looked at where your uh your your show on spotify is being listened to uh, not really. No, I didn't know it was just through. Sure. Yeah, sure. I didn't know it could be. I thought it was just in one country, and that's it. I didn't know it was worldwide. Yeah. Ask Ben. Ask Ben in the group chat. He'll be able to show you the Spotify uh, information, and it's very fascinating to see where your show is being listened to. Of it's really quite yeah. quite yeah. Awesome. Well, I'll see you soon, my friend. You too. Have a good night. You too.